evening, everyone. Um, welcome back. This is an introduction to episode four. We're going to talk about um, the climate change. I'm joking. Let's talk about um, a local athletes protesting. You know, do you feel like they should or they shouldn't? Should they be playing or shouldn't they? And the fact there's no fans in the stands. Like, how weird is that? To me, that it, it takes away from the game. Um, especially with Seattle having the 12th man being the stands, being the fans, very much needed. Um, also, current election and social distancing guidelines. Are you following them? Are you not? Um, is it good for you? Is it not? We'll discuss all of that. So, welcome back, everybody. And as always, stay tuned. Today's episode four, we're going to discuss, you know, current events, the current election, 2020 election, who you voting for, um, Sith overlord or House Slytherin, haha, <laughs> I'm joking, I can't say that, um, Donald Trump or Joe Biden, I mean, <laughs> either way, and as you say, you know, politics, it doesn't work out for us, uh, as the past has proven, so... But it's still good to discuss, hopefully, what I'm hoping. This is what I'm hoping. That we get a new president, and when he gets elected, he said, you know what? <laughs> Coronavirus was the joke. I'm just playing. Take the mask off. Back to normal. I'm ready to get back to normal. Because, again, we're going to discuss, like, COVID guidelines, uh, the new social distancing guidelines in this episode. And athletes protesting, not protesting. How do you feel about it? Should they protest? Should they not protest? Um, but welcome to the episode. Me personally, um, I am a registered voter. Uh, how many of y'all are registered voters out there? You do register. Have you voted in the last election? Or do you plan on voting in this election? I mean, uh, I know most of my audience is primarily black and uh, really not planning on voting for Trump. Well, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to speak for anybody. So I'm just hoping that you don't even though it really doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's okay. Um, the idea is, you know, to create change by voting. Um, and you can do so through local elections. Um, it's not just about uh, the presidential ones. Um, I do participate in local elections as well. I try to stay abreast um, of everything that's going on in my community, um, everything that affects me and my family. So um, I do participate in local elections uh, because they are just as important. Um, and as, as the current saying goes, you know, the devil's in the details. And to me, details is, you know, these current officials that run these local communities um, that yet still does nothing for us. Um, and the money gets, there's stories like uh, this business center in uh, this, uh, Potomac, uh, excuse me, not Potomac. Sherman Oaks out here in LA that I was working with. Um, it was in a newspaper. Um, it got closed down for misappropriating funds. Um, this was before COVID started. Uh, for misappropriating funds. And they had to start over. Um, I knew the people who, who was running it and they started a new company. Um, but because there are people out there that take advantage of their position, of, their, of the place of power. And we need to change that. 
And the only way to do that is by being thoroughly involved in your community and not just the presidential election. Um, because there, you know, besides the voting day, there's 364 days of the year of the other stuff that goes on. Um, town hall meetings. Um, I know COVID is, is kind of hard now and everything's Zoom or online or social distance. So I don't know if it's a new point to say this now, but it still doesn't hurt to try. Um, I know myself. I, I try to stay as connected to, like I said, what's was important um, to my family. But um, as always, like I, I wouldn't tell you anything that I would do myself. So, oh, you know, get out there and vote. You know, what I'm saying? Let, let your voice be heard. Let them know that you you are a member of your community. Um, and I definitely know that this will change things. So, uh, stand together and, and, and let's. let's Let's make the change really happen. So let's get into that. Uh, speaking of which, the, the current athletes uh, that are, are you know protesting, I'm pretty sure everybody has seen or heard about basketball. How they, the players, they don't have the names on the top of their jerseys. They have sayings like "I'm a man" or you know "Treat us right," I don't know, whatever. Some of them, you know what they got going on in the back. So and, and not only that, the NFL too. They put you know end racism at the end of the. Uh, end zone and we're all in this together uh, are you buying into it or is it propaganda or is it just just to save face just to save the black dollar say hey you know what you know what you, you were right we were wrong last year when we or three years ago when we crucified Kaepernick for you know protesting against speaking out against police brutality um, but now we realize the buying power that you guys have and we, we want your dollars so we care, and this is how we show that we care. So, I, personally, um, I think they could do more uh, as opposed to just placing slogans on the black jerseys, uh, especially at, at, at the current state and, and the money that they're making. Like, they still earning revenue, even though there's no fans in the stands. Like, that is crazy. Speaking of no fans in the stands. Like that truly affects the game too. Like having just it's like playing pickup ball. You know what I'm saying? I'm showing your homeboys out. In the, you know what I'm saying? We're playing football in the backyard. You know what I mean? Or, or playing practice. It's not, but we watch it because it's all we got. It's only thing that's live. Everything else is taped or pre-recorded. Even movies, um, they starting to come back. Um, AMC is opening up their theaters, but to keep the current. Um, and, and the players are protesting. I don't make it off topic, but the players are protesting or choosing not to protest. Um, for example, Miles Leonard. Uh, his brother is currently in the military and he chooses not to kneel because he feels those who are disrespecting his brother's doing, the military. And at the same time, he also states that he he's, he's, he's he, he feels our he feels our pain, how he feels how black people are being mistreated. In this country, and he deserves anything that change needs to happen. Um, and his and his teammates, you know, agree with him and they and they embrace him. There's pictures. <laughs> I hate to say that, like I speak about the facts. There's pictures online where they're hugging his legs while as he's standing and they're kneeling. Like I don't know, trying to show unity, I guess. It, but it's, to me, it looks weird. But you can go and Google it yourself. I, I just think it's weird, but I, I, maybe I'm tainted. So. Anyway, but you know, to me, uh, the protests, 
is it's definitely warranted, but I don't think they should plan at all. Um, I disagree with it. You know, with the you know stranded testing and um, the families not being allowed in the NBA bubble. Uh, and, you know, it's got to be hard on young players. I know other professionals and they get paid. You know, you grown men do it, but uh, you got at least like my family is, bro. Like <laughs> it's me, four and five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. But, and I know the second round, they did let loud the family in, um, I, I'm aware. But still, I mean, like, I, I want my family to stand, especially if I'm a rookie. Like, I, I got 15 people that want to come see me play at least. You know what I mean? So, it's like, but I don't make the rules. We just got to go by them. It's still, um, all that being said, it's still good to watch. Uh, because it does make for compelling basketball. Because I never would have thought that Miami would have beat Milwaukee. Tyler Hero crushing the threes. He even said it. He said, I, I bet if a game seven <clears throat> was played in Milwaukee and the fans were screaming and hollering, I would not have made the shot. It would have affected me. Except for the fact that there's nobody here but, you know, but my home, my teammates. He said, it's, it's no pressure. And, and I feel like that's why the, the games or, or the bubble has been so craziness and unpredictable is because the fans are not there and they're not there to affect you know the atmosphere the energy you can feel it all my ball players know like there's a, there, there's such thing as the energy in the building and it changes and, it, and the crowd helps with that and without that i got nothing so <clears throat> i still think uh like it's gonna take it it's all Rick, but again, I'm getting off topic. We're talking about <laughs> players protesting um, and lack of fans in the stands. Um, also, the football, like football, is another one that needs the fans in the stands. Um, I know Seattle won that game. Uh, however, like it was, it was totally different not to hear that crowd noise. I'm an avid football fan, and I, I, I know how loud Seattle can get. You know, just by oh, I never been to the stadium, but on TV. When you can barely hear the play call or the ref blow the whistle, like those indicators are like things you know that wow, it's loud. Like, I didn't even so. <clears throat> but now you hear all that. You hear the players cursing. Well, they bleep it out as much as they can. As much as they can. Um, you hear the talk. You hear the signal calls. Like you hear everything. You hear them clapping. Um, for me, it's it's great to have football back, but. Still not the same. They're like even the Lambo leap when they did it, it was. <laughs> Come on, man! Like I, I get it, like, but it's not the same. Football, basketball, all our sports. We need the fans back. We need to just in COVID. And let's get back to normalcy. Speaking of COVID, we're also going to discuss social distancing guidelines now. Everything's changed. <sighs> So, are you social distancing? Me, um, of course. I, I, you know, for the most part. Um, when I'm at home, I'm at home. But when I go out, um, I don't wear a mask until I enter the building because it's required by law. So, therefore, I am social distancing according to the letter of the law. Um, do I like it? Do I agree with it? Not even a little bit. I feel like choose your own fate. Like wearing a seatbelt. 
That shouldn't be required either, but we do it to, to save your life. Okay, well, let me choose my own fate. But the, the social distancing guidelines, they're crazy. Um, last week, we were at Catalina. Uh, we were in Catalina. And five feet from us, there were people eating outside in the restaurant. But of course, there was a little, I don't even want to call it a gate. You know how they put the little gates up um, where they're open open patio we're five feet from the waiting to get in to eat but we have to wear a mask but the people five feet away from us eating don't not get it you know of course the guy likes you you can take the mask off you can take a drink whatever um but if i'm five feet from somebody who has covid <laughs> it's not gonna matter right within six feet so but anyway and that didn't happen. The point is, is that it's weird, the rules, but yet still, we we follow it, like, okay, and myself included, like, I'm not disclosing myself, um, because, you know, like, if you don't now, you'll be shunned, and people look at you funny, even if you cough, even when it's not from COVID, they look at you crazy, like, dude. Did you just cough? Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not coughing because of coronavirus, I promise. But uh, and you can't even sneeze. Dude, sneezing, all of that stuff is now frowned upon because of the fear factor they put in there. Um, and I know there are a lot of cases out there and they can be proven. Um, yeah, I would challenge those too, but not on this sub, not on this episode. <laughs> Maybe another one. But COVID has changed everything, um, and this is a perfect segue because uh, we're going to talk about social distancing guidelines and and talk to you know someone in the health field, um, a nurse. Um, see what we can do, but the thing is, is that. 2020 has been a crazy year and it's almost coming to a close. Uh, we got about three months left. Um, the election's coming up. Christmas. I wonder what Halloween's going to look like. You know, do we wear masks under our mask? You know, if you wear a costume, like, do you, or do you wear it over? Like, how, like, how does it work? It depends on, I guess, the costume you wear or mask you wear during Halloween. Um, but yeah, I've been trying to wrap my brain around that. Um, so everything's going to be different this year um, voting they're trying to do it online like they're trying to make you cast your vote online now um, as if that's not easily hacked um, but anyway that's another subject we're going to get into the point of it all is there's a lot to discuss and we just getting started. So, as always, stay tuned. All right, everybody, welcome back. And uh, again, this is episode four. I know last time I would tell you I was going to talk to a nurse, um, or to my cousin who's been in the nursing field for over 20 years uh, due to schedule constraints. We were able to link up. So in the next segment, I'm going to have my good friend, Robert Hines, 
and we're going to discuss, you know, voting, COVID, social distancing, and overall, um, everything we need to do as black people as far as IT and moving us forward as a community and as one. So, as always, thanks for tuning in. Welcome back to the segment again. Here again, I have my man Robert Hines with me, and um, today we're going we're going to start voting uh, COVID and social distancing. But first, before I do all the talking, I definitely want to let him introduce himself because he can say more about himself than I can. So, Robert, go ahead and uh, tell friends about yourself. Hey, what's happening, good people? Um, Jacob, I you may know me as Toby Jones. I played the uh, character Toby Jones in. In all three, in all the videos, that's me. But the most famous one is Jones Good Ass Barbecue and Foot Massage. Um, I also, I've been doing stand up for thirty years, twenty nine years. I worked in a jail for ten years. I was one of them cats that I, I was uh, in Chicago. We had a comedy scene, sort of like in New York during the Harlem Renaissance. And the leaders of that scene were Bernie Mac. And a cat named Evan Lionel. And I came, I'm one of the people cut from that scene. Other people cut from that scene would be like um, Corey Holcomb. Okay. Cole, Corey Holcomb. Cats like that. Um, you know, and, and a, few, a lot of writers came out of that scene that people, you may not know them, but you know what they wrote. Okay. Um, James Hannah was one of the more prolific cats. He used to write for a bunch of people, including Steve Harvey. He wrote a few TV shows and stuff like that. Okay. The late Steve, I mean the late Steve, late late James Hammond. That's who I am. That's where I'm from. That's what I do. Um, and I appreciate you having me on. Oh, thank you. I appreciate you being here, taking the time. I know last week we couldn't get our schedules to link up, but right. I'm really glad we got it taken out, taken care of. Um, also, you know, you said you mentioned Comedy Central and Hannibal Burris. Maybe you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Hannibal has um, taken taken me as a client, as it were, and. Um, we're working on some things that are going to be coming out soon. We, we, I think we got a, we have a party of some sort of some sort of release for. Uh, we're going to release my special on um, uh, Sirius. Okay. Sirius. Okay. Sirius. Think, yeah. Nice. And then we're going to try to get the entire thing on one of these platforms. I don't know which one yet. We still working on that, so I don't want to jinx it. <laughs> no. <laughs> think positive. Think positive. Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're exactly right, Ty. All right, so what made you get into comedy? I was um, I was about to be locked up. Oh. Right, I was I was not. I asked for what? What was the charge? I was uh, I was robbing shit. I was taking stuff. Um, armed robbery? Not yeah. armed robbery. I did a couple. I did a couple <laughs> of strong armed yeah, robberies. Yeah, yeah. Not 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 anything with a gun. Okay. Um, I did a couple of times where we just took shit from people, but I was working in a in a store. And I had stole a bunch of shit out of the store. And I had been taking stuff out of the store for some time. And this particular night, the person who actually was, was the security guard got caught taking some shit. Okay, okay. And when he got taught, you know how weak motherfuckers are. He told on everybody. Damn, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, snitch. it's that saying, you know, I got caught, it's over. <laughs> I'm yeah, we everybody. all did yep, this yeah, shit. Yeah, so yeah. the next person in line, when the store was closed, we robbed the store that was closed. Mm. And so, um, well, we would steal from the store that was closed. And then this particular night, after he had told me it was the next group of clothes, going there and shit, mm -hmm. shit. And I was taking shit and giving it away. I wasn't even selling it. I was like, Robin Hood. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> in an area 
in Chicago called Jeffrey Manor was very okay. close. And there's a lot of hood over there. And chicks needed diapers and shit. And take your shit and give it to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and they caught me. And I was in jail. And I'm sitting in the cell like, shit, I don't, I, this, this jail shit ain't for me. I can't be doing no, you know. Okay. And it's the weird shit, dude. This is the crazy thing. When they take us to the lockup, because I didn't make it to the county. I just got locked up. They take us to the lockup. There was a captain on the midnight shift, because it cost about three in the morning. Wow. And the captain was like, both of y'all don't have to take this beef. I said, yeah? He said, yeah. Who's the store manager? It was my boy. He was like, all right. You say you stole the shit. You say you didn't know it was stolen. What they going to do? It's the police tell oh, Wow. Now, usually they don't have captains on midnight. Mm-hmm. Usually it was like, there you go. There's your, there's your defense. Went to court, said that shit, they turned me loose. That's what's up. And so that sitting in jail made you realize, like, you I just got what? to do something. Other than that. <laughs> something other than that. I got to get funny ASAP. <laughs> yeah, so I started doing comedy. I started hanging out with Bernie. I, I tell you, really interesting, real quick. I don't want to take up too much of the time. Real quick, it's um, all good. Wait, wait, Bernie Mac, the late great Bernie Mac. Oh yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, okay, that dude was like a trainer for me. That's what's up. I mean, he was a harsh dude. Don't get me wrong. He was like Chicago. He wasn't user friendly. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. They're they like, gonna hey, chew man, you up. You can't be no pussy. You gotta really? go get it. And he would have you out with gangsters working at midnight. Wow. And, they, and none of these people got jobs. It was a joint called Cotton Club. And it would be midnight when the show would start. And he would go up and do 45 minutes. And they came to see him. Like off the top of the dome? Off the top, man. Wow. Bang, 45. <laughs> and then call you up. So you got to be ready, too. The first time I did it, I didn't really know who he was. So I went up there, did my little shit. And he looked at me when it was over. And he was like, yeah, Robert, you funny, but you curse an awful lot. <laughs> Bernie Mac told you that. Hold up. How are you going to tell you that? He, like, said, he said, dear motherfucker. <laughs> I hate to see you write a letter. Dear motherfucker. I'm in this bitch. Lock the fucker. I mean, he just stopped doing it. And every gangster in the, in the room starts clapping. Yeah, that's funny. That, that dude was amazing, man. Like, he was a great. And, um, but here's what happened 1987, I'm 17 years old, and I wanted to be a comedian. And he had this dude, uh, his name was Dave Dorson. Dave Dorson was the safety for the Super Bowl champion Bears. Wow. And he would come to, I worked at Chicago Vocational, and he would come to CVS and mentor students. And I was in the room, and he looked at me, he goes, Well, he would tell other people how to get in a, you know, their chosen profession. And he looks at me and says, what do you want to do? And I'm trying to be a smart ass. I was like, I want to be a comedian. How you going to help me? And he said, well, I don't really know much about comedy. However, um, Tim Reitman, who was the tight end for the Bears at the time, mm-hmm. goes to this club called The Funny Firm. So I go to The Funny Firm, 1987. They had just opened. They wouldn't let me in. I'm wait till I turn 21. The club's still open. I go down there, go on stage. The first time I went was in January. They wouldn't let me go on stage. Mm. I didn't get on stage till June. Why? Because they had open mic night, and mm-hmm. they had people that was booking, but they and it really wasn't. The scene was not created for black people at all. Right. And so we had to create our, you know, like we always do. We had by day to be a pizza joint at night to do comedy, yeah. there, you know. And so um, when I got to the club in June, and they finally put me on for three minutes, and I didn't have any material, I just started talking. And when I got off stage, this dude named Evan Lyon, a lot of people in L.A. in comedy know Evan. Evan walks up to me and goes, hey, man, how long you been doing comedy? I said, I just started tonight. He said, all right, come on back here. He introduced me to Bernie Mac. 
Jermaine mm-hmm. Howard, a guy named Shay Shay. Shay Shay was a advertising guy in a movie, right? He was kind of a dude, a writer. And um, it was Bernie, him, Shay, and a few other brothers who don't, who I can't remember. And we sat down, and Bernie started telling me where to go every night, and Evan started telling me what other places to go, and then Evan started some shit called Spices. Everybody. When I tell you everybody came to Spices, Phyllis Hyman. Um, wow. Yeah. Wow. I would never Bernie. expect that. Mm-hmm. Phyllis Hyman. One night I came in there, um, sitting at the bar with Robert De Niro and Bill Murray. De- yeah, we was just talking about Bill Murray. Oh, yeah. Wow. Crazy! It's like, like every, two greats. This was right before they opened up All Jokes Aside, which was the only black comedy. The, the first black comedy club was out here. It's called Comedyac Theater. Mm-hmm. All Jokes Aside opened after the Comedyac Theater, and, and and right before Comedyac Theater, we had Spices. Nice. I never so knew Phyllis Hyman. That's fun. That's what's up. Okay. All right. So, of course, we got to get to the hot topics, and all my you know listeners want to know. Are you a registered voter? I am. That's what's up. Uh, I'm not going to ask, you know, what party. Keep that to yourself. <laughs> I know this joke. You know, I mean, it's obvious. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I, you know, like I said in, 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 the, in, the, in the prequel, I, I don't want to assume, you know what I mean? Right. Like, you lose a lot of friends that way. Like, they always say you don't talk about politics and religion. Because <laughs> you may not agree. Right. But I'm glad you, you are a registered voter. So, are you planning on going to the polls? Are you planning on mailing and vote in? What do you, how, what's We've your done it already. That's what's up. Nice. So... Do you think it's going to get cast? Are you, are you hopeful? Are you? I had a mail-in ballot. Uh-huh. There was a library around my house. Uh-huh. They had a Dropbox. The reason that I know the Dropbox was there because on the ballot there was a piece, there was a card in there that said the place that you could drop your ballot off to. You must live in a good neighborhood because we've been looking for Dropbox. That's right. And we can't find it. I'm just saying that's the truth. And, and, and when looking. you get the mail-in ballot, it tells you where the local ones are. So yeah. it should tell you on the on the card. You didn't get the card? No, nah, I did. Well, I'm I'm registered in my old address, so I got to change my voter registration. Yeah. But I got I got all the list of you know where the Dropbox ballot is. But I haven't. And ain't there many of them? Yes, I know, I know. Especially you, you're so right. Like that's another thing that we do. Like we was talking about this. It's a system built on top of a system. So if you can't get to a voting ballot to drop your box, like how do you turn it in? Like. For those who, who don't have it out in this area, you know what I mean. Who, so how do how do we affect the change? How do we affect change that way? Like, what do we do? Go to the if polls. If you have a mail-in ballot, mm-hmm. you just drop it in the, in the mailbox. No posts. But you necessary. should do that. Yes, but you should do that like today because the shit is next. Week. Next week, I know. I gotta but do if mine. you don't, if you're in the greater Los Angeles area, mm-hmm. they will tell you on the ballot where there is a drop box and it's usually around public buildings like libraries yes 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 that's true so go to the library around you see if they have a drop box and drop it off in there we hope so but my plan is i'm going to the polls so i'm doing the old school way and, and hopefully i don't catch COVID. Yes, yes, <laughs> in the process now i'm not worried about COVID, but i i am planning to do the old school way because i'm i'm so late at like updating my voter registration because i'm still registered at my old address and they sent my voter ballot to that address because i already tried to contact them to listen to the other address so uh, you bastards anyway <laughs> i'm getting off topic well that's good i'm glad you know you take doing your part you guys have done your part um we definitely gonna do ours so another hot topic social distancing are you social distancing uh, as much as I can, like <laughs> this is the only place I've been in some time. Really? I mean, other than the grocery store, that's what's up. I don't go I, nowhere. I feel honored. Thank you. Yeah, Thank I appreciate you. you. <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate you. you. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Well, we try as much as I can. I'm the same way. Like, 
I social distance when I have to because you know it's required by law. You know what I mean? Like you have to put a mask on, but in the house we don't we don't wear masks because you know we say we mm-hmm. do everything we need to do to stay to stay compliant. You have to school your kids at home. We do homeschool. How's that work? It's going great, actually. That's the truth. Like we have no tech issues. We did initially. Um, but that platform had to be messed up. It had to be hard on the platform. Well, yeah, it was LSUSD. Like, they, their whole thing was screwed up, and they're not listening to nobody and how to, you know, improve the system or make it better, especially not a brother. <laughs> so I let them, you know, live by their mistakes. But no, homeschool is going great, um, which is a good thing. Uh, and they loving it. So the only thing, you know, that really misses the, the rec time at school, you know what I mean? Other than that, we, got, we can provide that here. But... All right, so you be in the community yourself, like you use IT, like you was just talking about me earlier about, you know, uh, social media platforms and, uh, you know, doing your own podcast as well. Like you guys use IT. Um, do you think it's beneficial? Like, let's say you make it like Hannibal, you know what I mean? You get huge, you get big. Are you going to have an IT guy or IT crew that like manages your social media platforms or, you know what I'm saying? Or, or and if you have time to break fix, like, are you going to have a guy that you can call 24-7? Like, hey, you know, I got a problem, I need this. Is it like you thought about that? I will. I do. I, I will. Um, right now, I'm counting on other people's um, uh, IT people. Mm-hmm. But eventually, I will need my own IT person because I'm. it's going to probably get overwhelming, mm-hmm. um, which is one of the reasons why I was trying to um, suck up to you. <laughs> <laughs> no need to. No need. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, let's keep the money in. It was, yeah, within the family, I get it. You know, I understand. That's what's up. I mean, I'm here whenever you need. You know that, but yeah, I definitely think that's one of the things you should think about, especially like when it comes to like digital marketing, digital advertising. Um, you definitely want to hire, you know, IT professional. And if you want a website, you know what I mean, like somebody to maintain, someone to update it. Like those are some things that you should also think about. You know what I mean, being a comedian, um, because in this day and age, this is everything's modern. Everything's digital. Everything's online. Mm-hmm. Everything is, as you know now, Zoom. Everything's through Zoom, Absolutely. and including school. So, I, I really, you know, I'm here for you anytime you need it. <laughs> anytime you need Absolutely. it. And web support, anything. Um, but it's just something to think about. But to tie it all together, not only that, I know we also talked about like we need our own everything as far as like mm-hmm. banking and you know marketing and food distribution. And, um, so how, how do you feel about that? I feel that, like, I even feel like we need our own internet. <laughs> I mean, that's good. I, that's I a good idea. I need to write that down. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I do not dislike white people by and large. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the institution of white people. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's an altogether different. Like, because if you're next to them, they're not going to. Nine times ten, they gonna want to hang out with you. That's true. So they I appreciate their the friendship level at the at the at the human you know individual level. I just don't like none of these systems, and I don't honor none of this shit. Yeah. Because it's all bullshit laid up on bullshit laid up on bullshit. Yeah. A system built on top of another system. If one fails, another one's dying. Is absolutely, take a slave. absolutely, absolutely, and they all work in concert mm-hmm. for one goal, and that's to keep us down. Yeah, and that's why, like you said, we need to keep this together. All in the family working together, helping each other from 
prosperous, thrive, you know what I mean? No matter what it is. Absolutely. Like even if you just sow or knit, like if you know well, another black person, you need yes, you need, yes, need to be a leader in your industry. I agree. I agree. And a lot of people are, are coming along to this. You know what I mean? Like the country is waking up slowly but surely. And but um but like how do you see it coming along? Like you think it's going fast enough or are people pretending or well, um, 400 years is not fast, <laughs> so I, I, I don't feel like it's coming fast enough. What I do feel is that everybody's going to have to make a decision. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to decide if you're on the side of what the society says it is, or if you want to continue to fake mm -hmm. that you are on the side that it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it amounts to. Um, and, and then even in that, you have to ask yourself, if they start getting a society that is fair to everybody, would they tear the society up? You have to figure that out, and you have to oh. be prepared for that. Oh, yeah, that's why I've been gun training, yeah. <laughs> ready to build my silo. <laughs> so. yeah, you know, I, 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 I listen to my lady a lot because mm -hmm. um, there was a time that I did. Mm -hmm. And as I get older and I see the wisdom of these sisters who have gotten us through 400 years of bullshit, mm -hmm. You pick the right woman and you listen to her, man. Because I'll be honest with you, man. She told me things that I just didn't realize. Like, I'm from the Midwest. Mm -hmm. I'm from Chicago. It, it ain't, it ain't, it, it's really not stylish to talk about how good you are at anything. You don't make mention. You just keep hustling. True. Keep your head down, keep your mouth shut, and keep getting that money. And all of a sudden, I start seeing, like, wait a minute. I, I should be making more money than I'm making, right? And my wife is like, you should have been doing this, that, and the other. So I started doing the shit she told me to do. And slowly but surely, things start moving in the direction it's supposed to move, man. So we need to count on each other. We need to be honest with each other. And we need to learn with each other. And the only way we're going to advance our shit is that we build our shit from the ground. Yes. I mean, we need to go back to Mississippi, find any black people still got farms. <laughs> still got land. You dig? And if they don't, we need to start trying to go fund to get that shit. Instead of putting your money in these um, gift circles, mm -hmm. put your money together and start helping each other out so that we can build some shit like our own fucking banks. Well, you don't have to worry about telling. Well, you can get micro loans. True. You dig? What? Well, well, all right. If you here's the thing, the only hustle they left us was illegal. Right. <laughs> That's true. Now that the shit is legal, how many black people can you buy shit from? It ain't that many. It ain't that many. Yeah, you go right? to street corner. So what I'm saying, like in a capitalist society, in order for you to be free, you gotta have money. So what we need to do is buying farms and planting our own fucking food mm -hmm. that, that hasn't been genetically. And the other thing, dude, this is so crazy, man. Do you know, it's a, it's a, it's a company called Monsanto. Mm -hmm. These motherfuckers have decided that they will dominate every seed that is planted in the ground. Now, they don't dominate them all, but in order for you to sell your shit, you got to get a license from them. Wow. And then they, every year, sell you different seeds. So you have Slightly Modified. Modified. <laughs> and you can't you can't get them out. Well, if if I have a situation where I don't have to count on you to buy my shit, then I could buy sell to one of y'all black ass and I'll fuck them. I'll get my own seed. Yes, yeah, true. You know, so that's the things we have to start getting from the dirt to the penthouse. We got to dominate every bit of it. Now we'll sell to them. 
You come over and buy this shit. <laughs> if I need something, I might buy from one of y'all. Yeah, yeah. But the one thing I'm not gonna do is keep giving you my money for you to keep putting your fucking knee in my neck. Mm-hmm. It ain't gonna keep happening. Agree. We all need our own. And that being said, that was a lot. Woo! <laughs> Tell them how you really feel, my man. Tell them how you really feel. <laughs> yeah, that's not lost half my Twitter followers. That's all good. We're going like to get them back. I ain't mad at nobody. I just need my own. True, space. true. We all do. And I think, you know, like I said, we add, with these conversations, uh, you know, the narrative will grow and everybody start to get it. And, you know, slowly but surely, hopefully it won't take another 400 years, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there eventually. <laughs> but. As always, man, thank you for coming and being hey, on the man, show, my brother. Anything you always need, you know, I'm always here for you. But again, and always, everybody, thanks for tuning in. guest Robert L. Hines, the guest comedian. Um, you can always contact him on Facebook. Um, we always look for feedback. If you enjoyed the episode or not, let us know. Or become a sponsor just by giving 99 cents a month or $9.99 a month. It's all up to you. But we had him on because um, he's a comedian and he also shares the views of supporting black owned and we all need our own everything. Um, so if you feel the same way, you know, let us know. Um, you can always reach me at T Times Three Consultant on Instagram and or Facebook. Um, I hope you also did your part in voting. Um, we still know who the president is, so hopefully by the time um, you guys hear this, we'll know, or maybe not. But I also like to know, so let me hear from you. But as always, stay tuned.